Welcome back to another episode of Ego Friendly, a podcast that promotes self-growth and positivity for listeners. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing why following your passion may not be a feasible advice to follow in the long run. Oftentimes, we receive advice such as follow your passions and yearn for us to just notice it along our pathways to success and happiness, you know, for a stable route. However, passion is something that's intrinsic and it's in us. It's a sort of a form of energy that we have on a specific topic. And instead of trying to find it, instead of finding what it is, it's actually in us. All we have to do is just show it. So today, I'll be discussing why following your passions may not be a good advice. Let's take this as an example. A UC Berkeley graduate revisited his old classroom to retell his story. In fact, it wasn't just a normal classroom itself, but the classroom he once thrived in to take a course on environmental science. Now graduated with a degree in environmental economics, he is met with joy and desire to inspire the next generation of teenagers once in his footsteps. Now, Tyler never saw himself as a passionate person. Rather, he slept through most of his classes in high school, balanced academics with tennis tournaments to maintain a sustainable application. All his hard work paid off once he was admitted to UC Davis. Yet during his time there, Tyler never felt accomplished with his academic and proposed to his own parents to drop out and pursue a community college degree. Broken, depressed, and faintly restored, Tyler rebuilt his resume to work from the bottom to the top, ending his community college career with a 4.0 GPA, transferred, and landed himself into UC Berkeley. He frequently wonders, what is my passion? When will I finally find it? Now, passion in the eye of the beholder is not a physical object or destined endowment from the heavens, but rather this inner sense of excitement, desire, and spiritual connection for one's own heart. In fact, in one of Paulus Coelho's best renowned book, The Alchemist, it really illustrates our desires to follow the path paved by people who once yearned for treasure and mold their own pathways from prior leaders. Yet the main protagonist is led back to his origins from his journey of a small church. Ultimately, passion and our own personal legends come from within ourselves. It's vision and our vision that kind of illuminates us to that pathway rather than the pathway itself. It is through the epitome of hard work, patience, and inner energy that allows this person to thrive and pursue their true journey, the journey of listening to yourself, your keen interest that sparks your curiosity, and bringing that into reality. That is what passion is. I did a little bit of research, and I've kind of collected some advice from Hu Trees, Nguyen's pillars on passions and it follows as so and I kind of want to share it because it's very valuable and one of the best ways to really define what true passion is and following that specific process so yeah so this is based off of his advice so number one there's five steps in general to reach your full max um but I guess there's I guess four would probably be the the most that would fit the the time frame so I'll cover four First is the emission of curiosity. So he calls this stage a curiosity stage because 
a lot of times when we are passionate about something, it always starts off with us being interested in something, right? We're we're generally very curious creatures, and we're kind of designed to be like that, right? And we're always trying to, you know, solve puzzles and find new discoveries out there, right? And children specifically carry this distinctive and admirable trait of their curiosity and their need to learn and ask questions to better themselves and the world. It's through this form of really questioning and constantly questioning that they receive their prize, which uh, Nguyen calls it as an answer. It's almost this kind of stamp, a mark, a marking of their interests, of their knowledge in the desire field. So all you really have is just that genuine curiosity that you have in order for that to happen. Second is gathering your interests. When you gather this interest, you immediately sense this tingling and feeling and it's almost like dumping from your heart because you're full of energy, you're full of excitement, and you're so excited to see how far this project is going to go, how far is my passion plan is going to go, and you also gain more reasons to continue to strive, right? I have to do this. There's a reason why I have this uh, because of this curiosity, because of this sight that I saw, because of... Uh, my prior experiences with this specific thing or an issue in the past, right? Things that kind of spark you, right? Now you're just gathering those interests, you're combining those collections and fragments of memories and curiosity quests that you have and piecing that together to think, okay, what should I do? And the sense of basically unpacking it and messing around with it, that's the energy. That's the energy that you get, right? That's kind of the small tingling of passion that you feel. The third step is actually achieving your passion. And this is when you carefully nurture these these interests of yours. You you know, you practice, you do your best and everything. Um that's when you're you're kind of promoting this passion. That's when you're like dig- diligently practicing every single day to follow this specific route, right? So it's it's pra- it's through practicing your skill that you develop your passion. When you diligently practice and cease to continue to master your art, this beautiful phenomenon come. But for others, it's also pain, which Nguyen says. Um, we always hear the quote, fall down seven times, get up eight. But it's vital for your mentality to remain strong and proactive during these times and to uplift your personal passions, right? This is actually the most vital stage. It's called this like almost the zenith of your stage, to be honest, right? Because if during this process, a lot of people are going to give up, right? It's it's going to be hard, right? The more you you learn new things, the more you re- you realize, oh, I'm not put for this. I'm I'm not I'm not put for a piano. I should really quit, or I don't think I can join this this swim team because I I don't think my skills or you know I'm good enough compared to other people. And this constant cycle of you know doubting yourself or, you know, feeling the pain and you kind of want to just quit and end it in general. This this thing that has, because of your hard work, because of that diligence you're trying to improve, the, the thing that you're trying to reach, it is going to be a strenuous process, right? Like you're climbing a mountain, right? You see the product there, but you kind of have to climb each step one by one, sweat, you know, dripping down your face, right? really trying to grasp every single edge of that specific mountain until you reach that place and climbing right and at that point you might just think like wow why can't i just just fall down right but you don't want to fall down right that's when you know that you all of your interest all of that collected interest was for nothing right it's just 
in the ground now. But those that continue to see that passion, that passion and nurture that inner inner state of them, that's when they see, wow, like that's where I'm gonna that's why I'm gonna keep striving to do the best I can, right? And because of that, that's why stops that's why people say when people say like yo you have to like find your passion that's why it's so so dangerous because when they say find your passion it's something almost physical right you're climbing that mountain and how you view your passion is almost that object that you're trying to reach oh whatever it is whatever skill you're trying to hone writing um cooking right and you want you envision that the final product is that passion of yours and you view that as your light as your passion you realize that it's not what it is at the end of the day it's actually in you and because of that you sort of lose touch with yourself with your interests with what your origins were from the start and because of that you don't get to see the true passion that is in you so this is what Nguyen states in his TED talk, right? He says, at this very point, most people will give up unless you're really interested in that subject, unless you're really interested in that instrument, in that technology, in that relationship, then you will persist. Then you will have the energy, the persistence, the excitement to balance out with the pain and the disappointment. At this point, you don't start to feel pain anymore. You start to create something beautiful. And that's actually really nice because that actually leads to the next step, right? This pain that you experience in this journey is going to become, it's going to bloom into bright flowers of spring and it's going to be the fruits of your labor and you're going to create a longer, more stronger sort of uh, product and journey through that uh, state of yours. And that's the fourth step, which is your personal mission. Now that you're more curious, you're more, you have more practice, and you're plentiful of experience and emotions and hardships, you hone in a new talent and skill that one, you're actually super passionate about. It's not something that you, you know, just try to just, you know, like just do it once or twice, or you're not, you know, involved in it as much, or you just find that you really don't like it, but you're continuing it. And second, you want to share with the world and make a difference in your community. Now that you have mastered something that is of your range of skills, you want to make sure that you share this with other people. And that's your mission, right? That's, yeah. So passion is one stage, but mission is another stage. Mission is like your superior stage, right? Passion is going to be the starter of your mission. Mission is going to be one of the main, most important effects that passion gives. Because with that passion, you're able to start this mission and inspire so many people. And it's this unique niche that you bring for others, your customers, your family, your friends. And it's all from your heart to the world, right? It's not anything new. It's the passion is from you. And you're instead going to share it with other people and inspire them to do the same or in order in other ways to seek some sort of solace and find comfort in that and Nguyen states that instead of going out he says I encourage you to go back and start this whole new journey of listening to your curiosity and pursuing it he says you don't need to explain about your seat comparison with others justify with market demand you must have faith in your curiosity and pursue it and that's what is so important right because as we grow older, we start to become less curious. We start to become less sort of passionate about, you know, things around us, right? We're kind of stoic at this point, right? Oh, this happened. Well, you know, 
too bad, right? It's kind of repetitive day by day. But when you start to notice those are the, the tiny little things every day, but take curiosity in that and later on nurture that to, to become this, this skill of yours and that you're actually passionate about through the grit, through that determination, through the hardships, through that pain, will you reach that stage where, oh, I think I finally found my passion. And passion does not come easy. It does not come with, I have my passion, this is what I'm passionate about, right? And you do it once or twice. It's something that you do every single day. That writer, he's on his computer every single morning typing 500 words every single day so that he's prepped for his writing project, right? He's doing this every day because he actually wants to improve, because he wants to see his specific voice out there and he wants to share it with other people. But what even stands out even more was that he does not see it as the end result. He just saw it as the process, as something that he has, his passion, which is writing, and he continues it daily to nurture and strengthen not only his writing reflex, but also his genuine passion for writing as well. And even with the student, right, UC Berkeley student, he went in, did not have an idea, but continued the process of passion, of what, of rediscovering himself, of looking and reflecting, that he saw, he began to see, wow, this is what I'm actually passionate about, environmental science. And that continued on to reach his uh, state of actually enrolling in college in a UC. So stop searching for your passion. It's all within us. It's through the, desi- the dire years of hard work, of battling between the yes and no's, will the answer be clear for all of us. What we have to do is turn that inner excitement to a physical product, the product of many years of passion.